Hey Trojan fans, it's time to get into the huddle with the Peristyle Podcast. The Peristyle Podcast is your weekly ticket to USC football and recruiting news. Don't forget, you can download the podcast 24-7 at our website, peristylepodcast.com. And now, here's the host of the Peristyle Podcast, uscfootball.com publisher, Ryan Abraham. Hello, Trojan fans. Welcome to the Peristyle Podcast on a Thursday. Kind of a strange show, a little bit different, a little special. I don't know what you want to call it. We don't normally do a show this format this day, but I'm going on vacation, and it turns out this is the 1,000th time I've done that Hello, Trojan fans intro. Yes, we figured out. Uh, Keely, yours in studio. Say hi, Keely. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm Ryan Abraham, your host. Um, figured out, hey, it's about to upload the 1,000th episode of the Parastyle Podcast. We're like, well, we better do something. I'm going on vacation. I'm leaving the country for two weeks. We're like, we got to do something quick. Uh, so we kind of figured this out yesterday. Um, and we uh, we got some very special guests. We have Matt Leinert. You might have heard of him. He uh, won the Heisman Trophy at USC, What did some good stuff. Um, so we're going to play his. I, I got like a 13-minute interview or so with him. We'll play that. We had a bunch of people in the media leave us uh, voicemails for the podcast, sort of like a little, hey, nice job getting a thousand thousand ones down. It's a, it's been it's been a little nutty, and uh, Keely is going to kind of talk to me about the origins of the show and all that kind of stuff. But we, we wanted to do something a little special because you know you don't. Keely, you don't get a thousand episodes every day. You really don't. That's the crazy part. Is when I started uploading this week, I was like, wait a minute, we're reaching. Pretty high number. That's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. And so if you look at, we've now moved. So the way it started back in the day, um, the Parastyle podcast started in 2008. And there was an episode. I used to number the episodes then. Yeah. Um, like our friends over at Rain of Troy, they they number theirs. Um, I stopped doing that somewhere in the 300s or 400s. I know it just got to be a little bit too much. But episode one, for some reason, we can't find anywhere. So we've... It used to be I uploaded all the episodes to like a, a server and I created my own RSS feed and I hand edited it and that and just that's how I ran the show. Then we joined Audio Boom at some point and then it was a lot more automated. But for some reason, when we uploaded everything to Audio Boom, like episode one was missing. Um, so we're counting that this will actually be the 999th in Megaphone, which is our new platform. But we're counting, you know, Episode one existed. We know it's there. I might find it somewhere, but we're so it's kind of our thousands. But even if you want to get technical, we did like a handful, a few dozen uh, Trojan Blast recruiting podcasts, like on a separate feed. Um, so I, we're not really counting those in then, but we would actually be over a thousand. But for all intents and purposes, episode number uh, one thousand, which is, that's a lot of podcasts. It is indeed. I mean, do you want to do you want to switch the turn the tables and have me interview you now? Sure, we could, whatever you want to. Talk about Keely. Well, uh, I'll I'll do my best to answer. Awesome. Okay. Well, you started in 2008, but the site started earlier than that. Yes. What was the decision making? What was the thought process behind? Okay, well, we should start a podcast. So mostly, um, and I actually would we play the Matt uh, Liner interview. I talked a little bit about that, but this is a very professional uh, focused town. You know, if you're going to listen to sports radio, and I would do, I would do a lot of radio interviews, but. They would talk to me once during spring football. You know, it's not like if you're in Omaha, Nebraska, they want what they want daily updates on what's going on in spring football. Yeah. They, you know, for for the LA market, that's not really the case. I would do that. I kind of got annoyed because I would be called like from Alabama radio stations and Nebraska radio stations and Oklahoma radio stations to like, hey, what's going on with USC football? I'm like, why why am I not doing this in Los Angeles? So it wasn't like other people were doing it either. Um, so like, well, I, and I'd never listened to podcasts before. Um, knew a little bit about it. I'm like, well, let's we'll start our own. And uh, and Coach Harvey Hyde was actually doing uh, some of the pregame stuff for uh, ESPN Radio and for USC. I think he was working for USC actually at the time. And so I talked to him about, hey, let's do a podcast together. And I went out and I think the first episode I met him at some restaurant in Pasadena that was sponsoring one of his shows. And we sat down with a recorder. That, like, that was episode one and uh, chatted about USA football. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And I, I think the second one, I might've had Gerard Martinez on. I'll have to go back and look, but, um, but, you know, we started doing, doing that, but mostly Keely, because we just, you know, I couldn't get enough 
radio time and you could you could lease radio time but it's very expensive uh, you know i know harvey hyde does a lot of that where and like people do they create their own shows and they lease ter- terrestrial radio time but now with the advent of podcasts i mean we've just kind of created this show early on and you know being around 12 years uh you you pick up a lot of listeners and you know we're, we're lucky to be the you know the biggest the first biggest USC podcast, you know, ever. It's just, you know, we've been out there a long time. So that, that's kind of why I started it. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So I looked it up. Episode two was published February 20th, 2008. It was Harvey Hyde. And then you had an interview with Mark Sanchez. Oh, Mark Sanchez was on episode two? I don't <laughs> yeah. even remember that. Wow. Yeah. So there you have it. That, that's very cool. Mark, nice. Thanks, Mark. Um, and we, I, I went back and listened to some of your earlier episodes. And do you feel like you had to get a, a radio voice, a podcast voice? Because you sound a little bit younger, a little bit more inexperienced back then. Really? I was younger. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I, I guess you kind of, you do this long enough and you get a feel, you get a sense for, Hey, this is the way things should go. Um, like when I do the podcast of champions with David Woods, I do the reads in the beginning where you talk about, hey, this is the email, this is the Twitter, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you just kind of get used to that. And like David tries to do it and he's just not that good at it. I'm like, well, you've been doing it for so many years. Um, I, it's, it's not, I don't think it's that hard, but it's just one of those things where you're like, hey, it's, uh, it's what you got to do. So yeah, I don't, I, I'm sure I've grown over the years and I'm sure you still do weird things. If you listen to yourself, you're like, that sounds kind of weird. You know, It's like but. listening to yourself on voicemail. That's why I try to pe- tell people who don't do like video or radio or anything. It's like when you call someone and then you listen back and you're like, oh, that's what I sound like. That's that's what podcasting is like. Yeah. As far as the hello Trojan fans, that's kind of your iconic intro. Yeah. Did you plan to do that? Or did that just happen naturally? I really have no idea. I think it was one of those things. <laughs> I'll have to go back and find. If anyone wants to do this, find the first episode um, or, or what, I, I don't know. Maybe I did that the first one. I don't or the second one or something. I don't think I did. But uh, at some point, I think you. I knew I needed some sort of introduction, like everything you've ever listened to. There, there's something, some kind of introduction. I love the the conquest and the um, uh, fanfare, like the very beginning. I, I think that's been going on since the very beginning. We've We've changed some of the wording going into it. And obviously we were with rivals early, so you might have mentioned that. And we've had, um, you know, different breaks and, and uh, exits and things like that. But that the conquest, that, that's something I've always kind of liked um, going into it. I think it's fan, is it fanfare and then conquest, I think, is, is the beginning. I don't know, whatever. But whatever, the beginning of conquest, you know, what the beginning of the show. Like, we always play that. Yeah. And it just sounds cool. You know, it just sounds like... It's very, it's as USC as you get. So when you turn that on, you know what you're, you're people getting. know they're get, listening to the Parastyle podcast. And then wherever, and people will come ask, ask me to do the hello, Georgia fans all the time. I don't think I have a great voice or anything, but you know, just one of those things you just try to try to do. So, well, that's what I was going to ask you is I feel like your voice is recognizable. I mean, you had someone come up to you this week and be like, I recognize your voice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. It was at a tire store, you know? Just me telling the guy like where my car was or whatever. And so I was like, I recognize that voice. Um, and that's, we've talked about this a lot. Just the podcast, the website, like you said, we started that in 96. Like people read the site, the uscfootball.com. They know it, they, they love it. But the podcast gets a separate audience. There's a lot of, you know, uscfootball.com readers that listen to the podcast, but there's this whole separate world of people who listen to the podcast. We do our live show that's on YouTube and Facebook and Periscope. And every week we get requests. Can you put this as a podcast? I'm like, you can watch it on YouTube, you can, but they, what they, however they consume us is through their podcasting app or whatever they run or, you know, in their commute, whatever it is. So there's a spe- specific group that loves podcasts and they listen to it and they're, they might not ever read the site or watch the show or, or look at the pictures or watch any of our videos, but they listen to the podcast. And yeah. You know, Bruce Feldman and, and Stuart Mandel do the audible and talking to them about it, I kind of helped them get their podcast started. Um, and and they talk the same thing. They didn't realize like Stuart's like, yeah, my uh, my mailbag that or whatever feature it was this week. And he would talk to people like I only listen to the show. I don't read your stuff. And they're like kind of baffled by that. Like, yeah. But that's it's real. Like there is it's a such podcast. A weird that, yeah. Cross section. Yeah. But as far as you've had to cover so many things in the last thousand thousandth episodes i can't even say it but i mean do you have any memorable moments so far you've told me you don't remember much but do you remember any? yeah you know i that second episode with mark sanchez was awesome (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) i think like um 
say, you know, there's podcasters that you listen to and you like, and and uh, but lucky the solid verbal people that they've same thing. They were the first, like basically the first big college football podcast. They started the same year I did. I would have them on our show, and they would have me on theirs, and we've you know worked together. I think Dan Rubenstein and I were trying to get like do a Twitter following thing, but you know he was a they're a national show, and I was yeah. just USC. He beat me on that, but you know we. Um, it was nice of them to, you know, kind of work with those guys, becoming friends with like a Bruce Feldman, have him be able to come on the show, uh, having former players uh, like, a, you know, Lawrence Jackson or, you know, Mark Sanchez or, you know, Matt Liner, who we'll have on today or Matt Barkley or any, any of those guys. Like it's neat to get them involved and, and have them talk about the stuff and, you know, big media guys like you know, we've been lucky to meet a lot of the national, especially when USC was good. A lot of the national media people were just around all the time. You yeah. know, it would be Dennis Dodd or, you know, Colin Coward. We've had him on recently. And it's neat because they kind of gravitated towards the program when the program was good, even though it's not as good right now. They're still kind of interested in USC and they know the kind of job that we do. So they've stayed in touch with us and, and, and allowed that. But just just the kind of reach where you can have awesome guests on and you can have uh, just our local people, you know, just having you and Dan and shotgun and, you know, Chris Trevino, if he ever wants to come on Gerard Martinez, you know, we, um, stuff like that is neat. And then when we do like a live event and have a whole bunch of people show up to stuff, um, that's pretty cool too. So it's like having the, the podcast has always just had this special place in my heart. Like it's great writing on the site and putting up videos and photos and things like that. But whenever we do something cool, like it's, I always want to have the podcast involved somehow just because I don't know, it's been I like, I created the website, but the, the podcast was something like I created when I had already established the website and it was like this baby and to see podcasting grow so much and, and, you know, millennials like yourself on demand content is something that, that people are consuming. And yeah. to, to know that we sort of had like the foresight to start doing this early, um, I, you know, it was kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. When it comes to, I mean, everyone knows that USC has had <laughs> the drama never stops and emergency podcasts have been a thing yes. that you've had to do a lot. <laughs> have there been times where you just don't know, you're like, how am I going to approach this emergency podcast? Like, how do you know what to say? I I kind of like, it's not fun to do, but I kind of like doing the emergency podcast. Like after like the Alabama game, like in the Dallas airport, like doing, I think I was in like a Southwest, like little, uh, uh, you know, hospitality thing or so. I don't know what it was. So, so yeah, and you're like, setting up the computer and doing this like, okay, emergency podcast. And I might've downloaded like some voicemails or something while it was going on and, and just start, it just start going off and like reading some of the stats and going off on and the, the emails that were coming in and people know it's like emergency podcast. You know, there could be anything that goes on. It's like, yeah, Chris Steele and Bruce McCoy are coming back. Emergency podcast. Like, I don't know if that's emergency podcast, but it's usually something, <laughs> something bad, yeah. but there's been so many things like, you know, if you if Sark's gonna get fired or Lane Kiffin's gonna get tarmacked or whatever, like you have to do a podcast. I think we did one with Dan Weber, like in the car driving back from you know the the Christian McCaffrey game. Where you I know, just saw that I'm going through all of them, and one of them is Dan Weber driving down the five after <laughs> USC loses to Stanford. <laughs> yeah, like that was a and, and we, us hearing Justin Wilcox like swearing in the next room through yep. the walls wow. uh, when we were at the. Uh, was it Levi's stadium or whatever? Yeah. Those, I mean, yeah, it's like, those are memorable because you just kind of like, you need it. And then people expect it. They, they want to like, Hey, I want to listen to something. Yeah. Um, you know, right now. So, uh, we don't, we don't do like the instant reactions after the game. Like our, our friends at Randall Troy, Troy do a, a great job of that. It's not really been our thing. And it's mostly been a question kind of driven. So we usually give it a day or so people send in a lot of questions and we'll, you know, we'll do our show and, and talk about it. But yeah, there's the emergency ones are, uh, they've kind of taken on a life of their own. It could be our own separate channel, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, is there anything that people wouldn't know about podcasting that, that you'd want to share like behind the scenes? Uh, I mean, me being a former engineer has helped because there's a lot of technical crap that goes into all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like if you're looking, you know, you can't see this cause it's an audio thing, but the mixing board I have in front of me is enormous, you know, and having some sort of technical background, I think has helped with it and working with guys like, um, you know, Ty and Dan from the solid verbal. I know there are, there are people that care about audio quality 
and I do as well. Um, I've always, I've, I don't edit the show for content usually or ever. Uh, I mean, it has to be something pretty bad, but it's, it's more about, I try to tape it live. So this is, would be like, we're doing a radio interview. So if you do a radio interview, you're doing a 15 minute segment. You're not like, Oh, can we go back and do that? No, it's live on the radio. You're doing it. So that's how I've always tried to run this show is by taping it, um, taping it live. So I don't go through and fix the ums or, and, and some people do that. It's great. You know, they're, they're more produced podcasts, uh, than these are. We're trying to do, you know, it's just kind of a different sort of feel, but the, you know, audio quality though is important to me. You want things to sound right. When you listen to a podcast and if it's two of us and I have to turn it up to listen to you or turn it up, to listen to me. So always trying to get that to work. And it doesn't always work. I mean, there's always, there's audio problems can happen all the time, but having like a good system you go through and I have a real routine after, you know, recording the episodes and, um, you know, having a mixing board just from the beginning, mostly came from, uh, having Skype and not being able to record Skype calls easily, which is still kind of an issue, which is strange, but, um, but you know, having a, an outlet to do that and having this mixing board, uh, allows you to control a lot of different things. Now we have like two computers set up, you, you know, Skype call goes through one. We have all these microphones, we have all these headsets. Um, you know, we can channel in multiple people if we want to. Uh, it's, you know, we have a, a iPad where we download sound and, you know, we can, you know, add things like here, it's our thousandth episode and you know, yeah, people cheering. You know, so we could do things like that, play voicemails. And uh, so it's definitely become more of a production, not all podcasts are like that. Like I love the content I get like on, uh, on the audible from like a Bruce and Stu, you know, and they try to do better audio quality, but that's just really not their thing. They're like, they're reporters that are like doing a podcast. Solid verbal is like, you know, they're podcasters, like they're doing this, you know, they each record their own audio. We started doing that actually on, uh, the podcast of champions. So to, you know, make it a little better. Dave records his audio. I record mine and then we put it together, but you know, we got like, you know, if I'm having Dan Weber on or, or Hyrie Hyde, like, you know, they're probably not going to be doing that. They're going to be coming on the line and just talking because that's what they're really good at. So I think just kind of focusing on, you know, hey, what can we do well? Make sure the content is something that people like. And we try to put a, you know, high quality, uh, you know, out there as, as possible. You know, it's kind of tweaking little things, but that's sort of the setup we've uh, created here. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Did you ever think you'd get to a thousand episodes when you first started in 2008? 2008. Yeah. I mean, I have to look to see where we ended the the numbers, but just, the numbers just kind of got too big, but it was around the 400s. It's around the 400. Yeah. yeah. So I think 500, I think like 200, we might've had Sark on. And then like, I think Lane Kiffin came on at like 300 or something or, or was that uh no, it was reversed. Maybe I think maybe he was 200. I forget what it was, but we had like, we did a couple landmark episodes where it was like, a head coach or something would come on. Um, did, you, did you see it there? Or was 300 it? was Colin Cowherd. Oh, okay. Um, mm. You stopped at 371 as far as numbering. So maybe two. I think Kiffin was on. Like, look and see what Kiffin was on. Okay. He, so that was weird. I, I went in to, and, you know, as Lake Kiffin was always very uh, generous with, he would come and do, you know, he would do shows, whatever you wanted to do. Like, he was uh, good with his time. Um, but I remember like setting everything up in the. It was two hundred. It was two hundred. Yeah. So I set everything up in like one of the rooms for the SID, and somehow like someone kicked the uh, mixing board. It got unplugged, and you had to plug it back in. But then it didn't. It didn't work. Like on the computer, it wasn't picking up the mixing board audio anymore. So I interviewed him, but like it wasn't getting the the best audio from the microphones. Well, you've had stuff like this happen yeah. in video and stuff. So I had to go through and like edit that. It was, it wasn't the highest quality, which is kind of crappy. Cause you're like, Oh, you get the head coach on and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he came on a special episode. Colin came on episode 300, but I don't think we've done really any since then. Cause we don't really, we weren't, we kind of stopped, you know, counting the numbers like 500 would have been cool, but I didn't think about, I don't think I ever thought about getting to like a, a thousand. Like sometimes we were doing four episodes a week. Um, you know, we, we put a lot of content out there on the podcast, but people love it. And they consume it and they don't care how long it is. Like I've never had anyone, like maybe one or two people have said something like, Hey, can you cut these down? Like they always want more. Like they yeah. always like, if it's an hour and a half or something, which is crazy long podcast, they're like, 
that's fine. Yeah, I'll listen. To it. You know, they don't have to listen to the whole thing if they don't want to. But usually they're like, cool, more is better, you know? Yeah. So this is the, the description for the 100th episode. Our 100th episode of the Parastyle Podcast is our biggest and best yet. We break down the unexpected departure of Pete Carroll, the surprising hire of Lane Kiffin, Monty Kiffin, and Ed Ordron, and how all this will impact the 2010 recruiting class. That's the kind of stuff that was going on in episode 100. Yeah. Pretty crazy. I remember it went in. Um, so I, for that time was crazy obviously Pete Carroll leaving was nuts and uh I went into Mason and Ireland I went into their studio and me and Barry, Gary Paskowitz together so they had the both of us in there rest in peace Gary yeah um but yeah that, that was that was a really crazy time so we, I, I didn't remember that so we had a so the 100th was special one because it was crazy yeah. 200 you get the head coach on Lake Kiffin and then 300 we had Cowherd so that's pretty good yeah pretty we, pretty good stuff yeah and now we got thousand. Now we got Matt Liner on for the thousandth one. So. Well, look at that. Look <laughs> at that. I mean, any, any, can I ask your favorite interview, your favorite guest? Is that, are you going to shun people? Can you not have a favorite child? Oh, I, I mean, I could definitely have one if I had a memory of like calling them. <laughs> um, you know, like I've really enjoyed a lot of the people that we've had on, you know, like I think. Harvey Hyde is hilarious because he's so polarizing. There are people, I mean, I have prominent media people that love the show because they're just like USC people in the background, you know, but they're whatever. And they're like, why do you have Harvey Hyde on? I don't want to listen to Harvey Hyde, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny. And then I have other people are like, he's the best. It's a breath of, you know, they love him. And it's, he's just this polarizing figure, you know, we just keep going and he tells it like it is, you know, having guys like Dan, I love the episodes we do, you, me and Dan, uh, you can kind of keep things centered. And I think you've been, you know, you've been a breath of fresh air, obviously, oh, on these podcasts, you. doing a great job with the, and the, uh, you know, and the, the Family Feud podcast, too, that contributed to the. You uh, were gracious enough to let us tag on to the Ferris yeah. podcast feed. So I guess I haven't said hello to Trojan Fans a thousand times because those, because we don't do that for your episodes, but. Eh, give or take. For the most part. But um, yeah, like having the, the I like the dynamic. Um, you know, having a guy like Cowherd on, you know, Bruce Feldman is one of my best friends and he's always been awesome. And we have a, you know, we have something from him a little bit later, but uh, just to have him, I don't know what the heck we'll just play. Should it right we just now. go into voicemails now? Well, we'll just play this one right now. Hey Ryan, it's Bruce Feldman. I wanted to congratulate you on your 1000th episode. That is quite an achievement. Uh, I, can only guess that you've probably done about four episodes where the AD has not been trashed. <laughs> probably rightly so. But uh, anyway, uh, always pleased to be a guest on your show as your posh studios have, have grown to the to the level they are with their fancy view. And it's good to see that uh, your hair's gotten a little grayer, even though you've gotten a little thinner over a thousand episodes. Here's to another thousand episodes. Thanks, Bruce. But like, that's cool. Like to be yeah, like, no. he's one of my good friends and he's so good at his job. Yeah. And having him have been a part of a lot of the episodes is it's, it's really neat. You know, the event we did recently at the common space where mm -hmm. we had Jake Olson and Arash Markazi and Bruce and that those are really neat. And we had 150 people or something come out to, to watch, you know, listen to us record a podcast. Um, the one we did in, in Texas, we didn't record a podcast, but for Austin, where we had, we filled up a bar. It was like 250 people, we had people waiting outside in the rain to yeah. come in and like talk with us. And that kind of stuff is just like, it's crazy. You know, that's not a guess, but just those kind of things where, you know, you're bringing people together and we can get, you know, I can get pretty snarky. We can, um, you know, like Bruce said, you might say some negative things about the athletic director or whatever. I mean, that, that happens. But at the end of the day, you know, like it's much more fun for us when the team is winning, you know, yeah. and we've covered the team when they're winning. We've covered them when they're losing. And I think we've seen enough where we give you our you know, our opinions. They could be kind of strong. But the fact that the the fans keep coming back and they like the the personalities we have and then they like the guests and stuff. It's just been uh, all that stuff is great for me. Yeah. And, and I. I respect you because you always say what you feel. You know, you're not going to hold back and you're not going to say things for the sake of saying it. But do you feel like anything you've said on the podcast has ever gotten you in trouble or caused some conflict with coaches or players? Uh, no, I think sometimes. I mean, there's, you know, they they listen. Yeah. Uh, they have people listen. Um, you know, we've had 
players block us. Maybe it's not specifically specifically from the podcast, but we've had you know things like that happen, like block us on social media or get upset because if you know. And I think we always try to be fair. Yeah. Um, and you know when the team's five and seven, there's not a lot of you know. This was a team that was way too talented to be five and seven, and that's that's on the that's on the team, that's on the staff, that's on the play. I mean, on all of them, and so. You know, you just have to be honest with it. And so I think sometimes, you know, even the, the the media relations people like, hey, we don't appreciate something you've been saying. But, you know, I don't think I've ever said anything that I'm like, you know, I was 100 percent wrong on that. That was that was too mean. Like, I I mean, I've never called for like Clay Hilton to be fired. I wrote one thing after the season where I'm like, it's probably time for USC to move on, you know, but it's not like we're on here just bashing them and say, fire this guy, fire that guy. Yeah. But you have to give your, your opinion like, yeah, I don't think this is working right. I think. They need to change here or do things like that. And so it's, I think it can, if you want to be, you know, a sunshine pumper all the time, I think some fans want to hear that, you know, they would like that. We try to be objective, like all the time. We want to be like, Hey, I'm not going to be negative for the sake of being negative. I'm not going to tell you the team's amazing when I, I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Um, so if you're just being honest, you're trying to be objective, then I think you can kind of stand by everything you say. And if someone's mad at you for something you said, you're like, okay, you know, you look back at it and go, oh, you know, I probably overreacted. Maybe I was wrong. But for the most part, you're like, that's that's the way I feel and we can discuss it. But, um, you know, but I've definitely had, especially this last season, you have some meetings with people that you know that work there and stuff. And you're like, hey, I don't really appreciate what you're saying. You're like, I get it. Uh, yeah. But, I'm, you know, I don't think I'm wrong, but you know, I, I can get why you'd be upset. That's where you work, but it's, that's really what's happening. Yeah. It's, it's a tightrope walk. Cause you, you yeah. gotta be fair. You gotta say what you're seeing, but you can't also be mean though. You know, it's, it's no. a fine line. And there, there's so many nice people. Oh like, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, yes. Have USC made a bunch of bonehead hires and a lot of the leader, but there's so many people that work there that are great. And there's so many players yeah. on the team that are amazing, you know, like really just sharp kids and um, you know, they're trying hard and, I don't think a lot of them, you know, talented kids that have been put in really weird, bad positions, you know? So when we have like an Aaron Osmus yesterday coming on, uh, you know, tunnel vision, which we put up on the podcast, you can listen to and to see the players like just gravitating towards him. Is he going to be, is he like people, some people are getting sarcastic and they're like, of course he's the savior. And all that stuff. I'm like, you're not saying that, but it, it was something that was so cool. Like it, you just weren't seeing that before. It's a yeah. change. It's a change in the right direction. So I think when you say, Hey, you'd be critical of this, but then you see them make a change that looks better. Like, Hey, I'm not saying it's going to fix the, all the world's problems, but that seemed like it was a, a move in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to have both. You can't, you can't just be negative and then not no. credit, give credit where credit's due. It's, no, you're like, Hey, if you say, Hey, Clay Houghton did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Then after January, like, Oh, they did this right, this right, this right. So, and some of the fans don't like to hear that. They just want to hear, Clay Allen's the worst coach ever and doom and gloom. It's like, look, I, I, I was critical when it was warned to be critical, but he's done a lot of good things since then. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying they're going to go undefeated, but they look a lot better than what we've seen before. They're, they're, they're going, at least seems like it's going in the right direction. Yeah. Without a doubt. Now, do you think you're going to do a thousand more podcasts? Where's the future of this podcast going, Ryan? I, I know I mean, you think so far into the future. <laughs> I don't really. Yeah. It's like what? I'm it's going a on a trip he, tomorrow. He doesn't. <laughs> Uh, no, I would like to because, I mean, even we we were definitely early uh, adopters of podcasting and we've had bosses. I think when my boss is at Rivals, uh, at Scout, when I would bring up, hey, we do these podcast things, people were like, uh, that's fine. But they, I mean, they, they weren't against it, but they weren't like embracing it. And even at 24-7 Sports, when he first came over, like there's a few of uh, the sites, you know, like us, North Carolina, Michigan, I think there's some sites that do big podcasts and they weren't really that into it. Well, luckily now, you know, they've seen the light, I guess you could say, and now they are. And it's, it's more of a long-term play for them. They want all the sites to be producing podcasts. We're looked as one of the leaders in that space. So they ask us for advice and other podcasters from across the network will come to us. Uh, it's becoming more of a, a big deal. All of our competitors started podcasts, you know, we've been doing it forever. And it's just one of those things, you know, when, when we left rivals, one of the first mandates that was made by that, like, you know, you guys got to do a podcast. Um, Cause that's what Ryan does. And so I, I feel good about that, that it's been something that we've, you know, saw jumped on early. And I, I do want to do, I, I, there's no reason I wouldn't want to do this. I mean, I've thought about doing other, I mean, we do the PAC 12 one, you know, yeah. 
I like doing it. We have this studio now, so you can do more shows and you can do, you know, high quality shows. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do a, like Bruce said, do a thousand more. Yay. Well, congrats, Ryan. It's a great accomplishment. Thanks, Gary. Well, thanks for being a part of it, too. Of course. Well, thanks for having me. Um, for- well, what, maybe we should play uh, my little Matt Liner interview, and then we'll go through some of the uh, voicemails. Does that sound? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Here's, uh, you know, my good buddy. Maybe not good buddy. But. <laughs> so it's funny. Like, so Matt, I don't think, has been on the show. Okay. Um, we would chat and stuff. Uh but I don't think I, I'd have to look. Can you, can you look on there and see? Um, but then I ask him, so I send him a message like, Hey, could you, all I'd ask them to do is like leave a voicemail. Uh, like we did. So. April 15th, 2015. I did. have one. Okay. So he's been on once. All right. Yes. Um, yeah, that was a very memorable episode. I remember <laughs> that. Uh, no. So, and I ask him like, Hey, could you leave us a voicemail? And a lot of the people ask like, yeah, sure. We'll do it. So you, we'll play a bunch of them. And Matt's like, well, why don't I just come on the show? I'm like, sounds good. Let's do that, you know? Because um, I've asked him before. He, you know, he's a busy guy. He's got his son yeah. uh, and all this stuff. But so he was really nice enough to do that. I called him a little earlier this morning, and I'll play that for you right now. All right, we got our thousands episode special guest. Uh, you might have heard of him, USC football legend Matt Leinert. Uh, won the Heisman Trophy, a couple national championships. Joining us on the line, Matt, thanks for, for jumping on today. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. And second, congrats on the thousandth episode. That's pretty. Uh, how many episodes do you do in a year? That's a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, we end up doing a few a week, depending, you know, on the season and stuff. But we started it back in uh, 2008, like in uh, just after the signing period, and we started doing. So I guess this will be our 12th football season. But it's crazy, you know. Like, it, uh, you know, you know, you know, the LA market. There's just not a lot of college sports being talked on local sports radio so that's why i started the show and uh it's we've been lucky it's been very popular and uh, we've had a lot of crazy guests on and um fun people you know colin cowherd and all you know all these people that were fun to to talk with but great to get you on yeah no it's awesome and and you know obviously you guys have been you've been uh given tons of usc fans lots of uh info and, and something to look forward to uh, every week during the season. So uh, I think I speak for all the, the USC people out there. Thank you uh, for, for doing this show. And it's awesome to be on today. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, I, I was getting some people to leave voicemails and I sent you a message and you're like, I'll just come on. I'm like, well, that's great. We'd love to, we'd love to have <laughs> you on. Um, you, you know, you're closely involved with stuff now, you know, being uh, an analyst for Fox uh, mm-hmm. on college football. And it's been, you know, that brand, the Fox brand has just been growing and growing. How's that been for you uh, being part of that show and being, you know, being able to, you know, see the Fox brand grow in uh, college football? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the, the evolution of, well, first of all, our show, but just the Fox brand in general has been, has been um, just really cool to witness and to be a part of, you know, and, and when I first got at Fox sports, I think two, right when I retired in 2013, it was a pretty easy transition for me. I was very fortunate to have people who, you know, over at Fox to want to give me a shot to, to be there. And, um, I've really, I learned a lot and I've grown a lot and, and just to see not just in college football, um, but just across the board, you know, if you look at this year with, you know, we just had the women's world cup, which was, I mean, I think I speak for everybody, which was just freaking awesome to watch our women, dominate over there and and what they stand for i think it was incredible and the the mlb all-star game and u.s open and then just and that's not even talking about you know the nfl and and you know our world series and and then college football and now college football where i'm a part of um you know with with bringing on kind of kind of reshaping the show and and bringing on urban meyer and reggie bush my old teammate my buddy and and Brady Quinn, um, and, and obviously Rob Stone, Mr. Everything for Fox Sports. I mean, it's, it's really, it's really been cool to, to one, be a part of it and help that show and college football grow. And then two, now to see where it's at and where it could be and where Fox wants it to be. It's really exciting to be a part of, um, the Fox brand. And I just, I'm, you know, I, I tell everybody this and I know, I know, Ryan, you know, a lot of people over there as well, but it, it really is a family. I mean, from, from the bosses to 
producers, to, to everyone that works there. We all love each other. We all get along. We all hang out outside of the studio. We all um, really enjoy being with each other and working with each other. And I think like anybody, when you enjoy your, you know, your, your teammates, so to speak, and you enjoy going to work and, and doing something you really love, man, it just, it makes it so, it makes it so much fun. And uh, football season's right around the corner and, you know, it's going to be another great year of college football. And I just can't wait. You, I want to talk about some of those guys you mentioned, but we do also have a mutual yeah. friend there at Fox, Bruce Feldman. And, you know, he's been yep. a sideline guy and we've, you know, talked about his on-camera presence and stuff. And as he's grown and I've talked to him about you before, and I know you guys have chatted and just, he's just commented how more polished you've gotten since, you know, the, the years that you've been on there. Have you felt yourself kind of grow as an analyst and a, a you know, a sports personality really on Fox? Yeah, I really have. And it's, it's been interesting because, you know, back, like I said, back in 2013, uh, you know, I was I, I was doing FS Live at the time, which shows on Barry Morning. We were doing some 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 other stuff that um, obviously the shows change and they grow and you move on. But I was just getting my feet wet, and I think obviously you know being at USC and playing in the NFL and obviously being being used to the media and, and being able to talk in front of the camera is one thing. But then when you're up there and you're like, hey, all right, you know, you got to you know give me your opinion on you know so and so or this team. And that red light comes on; it's a whole different ball game. It really <laughs> is, and it's 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 exciting, but it's different. And it, it is definitely, and as I've grown, and one of the things that I did, and 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 you know, even when I was playing, I, I came in with with you know no ego and just wanting to learn. And I and I think Bruce would tell you that. And and Bruce has been someone that I mean, obviously, he's the best in our business and what he does. Um, he is, and for for the listeners, you know, he's he's our insider. He just he knows everybody. He's so good. He's so trustworthy. Um, and he's just an awesome guy. And, uh, he's been someone, I mean, Joel Klatt was one of the first people that, you know, I said, we, I remember we had breakfast over at uncle Bill's in Manhattan beach. And yeah. when I was first kind of getting the job and I just, I, I picked his brain and he just, you know, cause I, I essentially took his seat when he moved on to the booth and became our, you know, our top guy in college football. So, um, and, and I was talking about the family. It's just, you know, I went in and just, ask questions and I wasn't afraid to say, Hey, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help, you know? And, and, and now, gosh, I don't even know. I think this is like my sixth year there. Yeah. Sixth year. Um, and, and fourth, I believe in, in the, in the seat that I'm in now. And it's just every year I just, you know, you feel there, there's two different things. You feel more and more comfortable, but, and you feel more comfortable in front of the camera and talking and just, and just being free. And that's, and that's kind of where I've gotten to. And that's with a lot of help and just, and a lot of the personality of our show, we all just love each other and get along. But the other challenging part about this profession in this industry is, is you're competing and you're always trying to get better and you're always trying to, you know, different issues always come up and, and, um, different angles come up. And, you know, the more, you know, obviously, and, and the more you can articulate that to the, to the crowd and, and to the viewers, or to the listeners, if you're doing radio, uh, you know, the better you are and the more people just want to hear you. And I think um, it's, it's about having fun. It's about being loose. It's about giving good insight. You know, I mean, that's, that's what people want to see. That's what, when I'm watching at home, that's what I, I enjoy, you know, analysts and people just have fun and loose. And, and I also learn stuff. And I just think that's where you want to get to. And it's, it's definitely um, a lot of preparation and, um, you know, you just, you just kind of get used to it, but it's been cool. And, and I appreciate, you know, Bruce and my coworkers and who have really helped me. I mean, uh, you know, and, and every year, like even this year, I'll ask for help. And Bruce, as you know, I mean, I'll, I'll go to Bruce for a lot of things because the guy knows everything, He's good, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> but it's fun because it's always, it's always, it's always evolving. You're always trying to get better. You're always learning and you're always trying to develop new skills, you know, new skill sets, whether you're interviewing people now or whether you're doing a a solo on a teleprompter you know like little things like that that people don't think about uh those things are different than just sitting behind a desk and and, and talking football so uh you learn you develop and i think that's the fun part about my job i know you got uh you got your son's uh, volleyball tournament going on down the beach but i wanted to ask you real quick before you go the uh the new additions, you know, Reggie Bush, uh, who obviously you played with, and Urban Meyer, and there was yeah. all that kind of talk about, you know, you and Reggie, like potentially recruiting him to USC. What, what do you think about the additions of, of those two guys to the uh, to the crew? 
Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, that, 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 you know, I remember when that kind of quote came out, it was a little bit taken out of context and, and we have not really had any conversations with, with coach Meyer. You know, we, we spent a lot of time together since, since this show was kind of formed and all of us together getting to know each other. And, and as I just said, you know, TV shows and these types of studio shows, you know, what makes a great studio show is the camaraderie and the friendship and the banter and all of those things, I think. And, you know, we've spent a lot of time with each other in the past three to four months, and, and we're going to be with each other next week in Dallas and pretty soon, um, you know, at, at Fox at the end of the month. And um, uh, so we, we've been we've been having fun with each other, and it's been a blast. And I think first, you know, working with the Urban, you know, someone who, um, you know, I, I've all the way back to my Heisman year when Alex Smith, he was coaching Alex Smith. That's when we met in 2004, and um, obviously just covering you know not not so much covering his teams actually we've covered Ohio State the last two years but just watching him I mean he's 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 top two or three all time in college football in my opinion and um it's really been fascinating to learn from him and, and listen to him talk and get to know him on a different level than just watching him on the sideline and watching him in in you know in meet in the media it's been really cool to see him kind of to kind of tear down his layers as a person and as a coach and the way he thinks it's really been fascinating um to to listen to that which i can't wait just for one i can't wait for people to listen to that because he doesn't really give you a lot as a coach obviously you know when when he's doing interviews and stuff but um i think i think he'll really break down some of these things that it's really really cool to listen to and it's a different perspective than i've really heard and then obviously being back with reggie is just awesome you know we've, we've maintained a friendship over the last 10 12 years um, and, and, you know, he, he was getting into TV and he did a few things with us a couple of years ago just to, just to see. And then when he officially retired, I know he was doing stuff on the network and, and, and for him to kind of come full circle and for us to be back together. And, um, it's really, it's just cool. You know, it's fun because we were, you know, we were a part of something really special at USC and, um, and obviously he's, in my opinion, I mean, if he's not, he's close to the to the best and most exciting college football player I think to ever play. I mean, I think people could really argue that and uh, are, are in favor of that. And um, and and he's you know he's getting more experience on TV. And I think with our relationship and Brady Quinn, who I love, and we've been together at Fox now for four or five years, and Rob Stone is our ringleader. Like it's just it's just it's just awesome, you know. And there's it's awesome that we're all together. Um, it's awesome that we all have tons of great experience and memories and uh, stories. And, and, and we really hope to portray that for our show this fall. And um, I think, you know, I think we offer, you know, stuff that, you know, not a lot of other shows can offer. Yeah. The uh, it's funny the recruits we talk to still talk about Reggie Bush. I mean, they were like three it, or four years old. It's insane. It is. It's incredible. And, and, you know, that, that's what makes me feel old because no one cares about the old quarterback, you know, back in the day. And when I talk to these kids and, and they see Reggie, it's like, he is still so relevant in college football. And he's still, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of transcended the sport in a way. I mean, it's got, it's been what, 13, 14 years since we were, you know, playing Texas in the Rose bowl. And I mean, now he's still, like you said, I mean, 16, 17 year old kids are watching his highlights and they never, they may never even watch them play, you know, maybe in the NFL a little bit. But, um, so I think to have, to have his presence on the show and, and his credibility and his, um, you know, his, just his background. I mean, it's just going to be, um, it's going to be awesome, uh, to have him on. And that real quick, that do you think his presence on the show will help, kind of the whole hashtag free Reggie Bush. So he'd be allowed back on campus and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I, I think, I think that's a step. I think it's a indirect step of him. You know, I know his love for USC and his passion and what he was able to do there. I just, I just think it's a travesty and I've said it and I continue to support him at this point. You know, what happened, happened, what's done, what's done. It's 12, 13 years removed. And, um, I'm happy to see him back in the college football world and in the landscape. Uh, I think that's the first step. Um, and, and I know he's pumped about that. And, you know, I think as, as this continues, this process goes, you know, I think the next steps are really, you know, making him a part of USC again. I just, it just, I think I speak for everybody when I just don't understand why there is, you know, there's still, um, 
this wall between between him and the USC. I mean, I know I know why, but um, it just needs to come down. And I think hopefully him being a part of Fox and being involved in college football again will help to do that. Matt Liner, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion, USC legend. Thanks for uh, coming on. Go have fun with Cole, but really appreciate you stopping by for a few minutes. Awesome, Ryan. Thanks for having me, buddy. Congrats on the 1,000th episode. Thanks so much, man. Take care. Well, that was very nice of uh, Matt to come on and share a few minutes uh, of his day and talk about uh, you know what his, what's going on with him. It's kind of cool. You got Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush, Urban Meyer, Brady Quinn, uh, Dave Wanstadt, Coach Wanstadt. He's a cool guy. Western Pennsylvania guy. I got to talk to him about that. So nice. Uh, that you got to watch that Fox show because there's a there's a lot of cast of characters there. For sure, you definitely can't miss that, especially with Reggie Bush coming back to the college football world. world. Yeah, I mean it's neat. Like Matt was pretty. You know, he's kind of reserved with the words he was using, but you know, definitely wants he wants Reggie to be involved in USC again, like all the USC fans. You know, yeah. so that's uh, we'll see. I, I'm I'm really excited to kind of see that. So very very nice. So thanks thanks uh, Matt for uh, jumping on and and chatting with us. Um, we got a bunch of voicemails and stuff. Uh, should we should we play through them? Let's do this it. This one's kind of funny. Uh, this isn't really a USC guy. This is my partner on the podcast of Champions, but we laughed when we listened to this at first. So I'll play this for you. Ryan and Peristyle Podcast Company. This is Dave Woods, Ryan's co-host from the podcast of Champions. Congrats on the thousandth episode. It's quite an accomplishment. Uh, at our present rate on the POC, my three-year-old was graduating from college when we wrapped the thousandth episode. So... <laughs> Yeah, and that's assuming the Pac-12 hasn't become an informal lawn bowling association by then. Anyway, congrats <laughs> all, and uh, good luck on the next, I don't know, thousand or so. All right, bye. Lawn bowling association. I thought that was good. You never know. Yeah. Uh, the way it's going. I was about to say. <laughs> it's definitely trending in that direction. Uh, but David, David, so David and I go way back. Um, well, maybe not way back, but we started the podcast of champions. We were watching... Uh, Mike Juarez, if you remember him, wow, the former yeah. five star, uh, he was, I think we were at Redondo Union High School watching like some kind of event and we actually got along well. We did a recruiting video together where I, I, we set up in a park in like Westwood and we talked about LA prospects and like which ones were going to USC, which ones to UCLA. And you thought, you know, the people from bro, uscfootball.com, they're not going to like it, but they actually liked the two of us together. So we were like, we should do something. And uh, I I coined the podcast of champions name, so you know David's a smart guy, but I got that one. Well done. And uh, it's been good. We have pretty good chemistry. Part of it, I mean, as you know, when we were talking about podcasting, is you got to have chemistry. Like yeah. you can have some good information people if they're boring. If they're dry, it's just like yeah. So it's got to work, you know. And uh, that that one just works. So thanks, David, nice. for calling in. Who came up with the tagline though? Uh, well, good question. Yeah, I, that might have been Dave, um, you know, the now in more homes than the Pac-12 network, yeah. which the Pac-12 doesn't like that. Like, <laughs> Gee, had, I wonder why. We've, <laughs> we've had, but no one like covers the Pac-12 like we do. Like you got like John Wilner and, and some of those guys, but um, no one does like a, they've tried to do some podcasts, but we've been going for five years now or something. So, and we've had members of the podcast on there. I'm on Pac-12 radio a lot, you know, but. So they're not that mad, but they'd rather us not do that. So, um, okay, this is a former uh, writer of mine who I met through Bruce Feldman. He was covering Old Miss for the Old Miss Rival site when Bruce was down there writing the book Meat Market with Ed Orgeron when he was the head coach at Old Miss. So, okay. end up bringing him from Mississippi to Los Angeles, and he was extremely happy because. They didn't even have Best Buys in uh, Oxford. So he was excited to be able to drive and go get CDs at the time when he came out wow. there. But uh, he's now with the Los Angeles Times. So he's got moved up in the world. But uh, this is my my buddy and who's who called from the hospital where his wife is about to give birth. And as we're recording this, I still don't think she's given birth. But uh, this is my buddy, Dan Wykey. Ryan and Peristyle Podcast Universe. This is former Peristyle Podcast guest, former Ryan Abraham intern-ish um, employee, Dan Wykey, currently of the Los Angeles Times, calling to, to wish Ryan and his team um, happy 100th. Uh, it's a pretty incredible milestone for somebody who I've never seen work that hard. So congratulations, Ryan. In all seriousness, I owe you a huge debt of gratitude. Without you, um, I'm probably not out in Southern California. I'm probably not working at the LA Times. I'm probably not sitting 
in my wife's hotel or hospital room right now waiting for the birth of our first child. Um, so thank you very much, Ryan. Um, Gerard, this is going to be a five-star baby. Um, so you can already get him in the database now or her. We don't know yet. We're going to be surprised. But anyways, it's a really exciting time for you. And um, I honestly, probably 100 episodes, that's probably as good as having a baby. So congratulations. Um, equal milestones for the two of us. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Good luck to you guys and hopefully 100 more. Bye-bye. Yeah. I, I think the lack of sleep has already gone to him. I think he's just trolling. I think he knows it's a thousand, but he's just doing a okay. hundred. I think, okay. yeah, that's, that's kind of Dan's humor. He's had some really funny, t- well, follow him on Twitter. He has some really funny tweets. He actually started like inside Troy. I think, I think I created that, but then he started running it for a while when he was at the site and then he, you know, created his own, but he's, he helped grow that. But dad's been great. Uh, I love to give him a lot of crap, say I should have fired him a thousand times and all this stuff. But uh, really happy to see his uh, success. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we got to bring him out here. And now he's married. Got a you know kid almost here. Five-star baby. Five-star baby. He's coming. Yeah, but uh, dad's great. Did you, you've met him and stuff before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. Coming. He's coming around. So um, let's go. Okay. This is uh, someone actually have not physically met him in person, but we've chatted a lot. And uh you know him as the bear on uh, College Game Day. One of these things where you just meet through social media and you follow each other and you like interact and talk or whatever. And uh, he's he's been awesome. He's been a guest on the show too. Uh, Chris Felica. Hey guys, Chris Felica from College Game Day here. Just wanted to uh, congratulate you guys on your uh, 1,000th episode of the Parastyle Podcast. Hopefully, uh, uh, your your content this year won't be uh, taking uh, some some tweets of mine uh, citing. That Clay Helton's one and twelve in his thirteen games as an underdog at USC, with the only win uh, being at Washington. Being that the Trojans are probably going to be uh, be an underdog a couple times this year, but uh, uh, you guys do a great job. I, I really enjoy listening to you guys. So uh, hopefully uh, we can talk again soon. Keep up, keep up the great work and uh, fight on them. I like to start out being a, a neutral media fellow, but again, congrats on one thousand episodes. The bear, very nice. He's cool, um, and it's funny. Some people give him crap on like. He wasn't supposed to be like an on-camera personality, but he's really smart with odds. He's you know into horse racing. I'm going over to Ireland, Scotland to golf. He covered a bunch of uh, uh, British Opens over there in Scotland. He said that was like the most fun he's had working. So just he's like genuinely nice guy. He's gr- I think he's great on there. Um, you know he's just he's not as polished as those other guys that are on TV, but these he's good enough that they love to have him on. He's really good at his information and stuff. Um, but yeah, I like it, but I've, we've not like, we've tried to like meet up in person where we're, but it's, you know, it's been hard, but, uh, yeah. but it's cool. One of those social it's media relationships. Internet friends. He's an internet friend. Um, but yeah, he's good. Uh, let's see. This is a good friend. Oops. Um, and I can't believe I haven't had him. I've, okay. He's, I mess. he's messaged me. He's like, Oh, maybe we could, I, you could actually have me on the show. And I'm like, it's been a while. Like I think I last time on in 2015 wow. and he's really good at what he does. So Shame. yeah. Uh, our buddy, Brandon Huffman, Ryan Parastyle podcasters this is Brandon Huffman with 24 seven sports. I uh, just want to congratulate you on hitting this monumental number of 1000 episodes. Uh, looking forward to the day where you finally asked me to be on maybe episode 1001 or maybe 1999 or however many you guys go. But, uh, no, I would. I really want to say congratulations. And I know that a few years ago when my daughter Avery was going through her fight against cancer, uh, how just how instrumental you, uh, Jana, the USCfootball.com staff and posters and, and members and the USC community, CJ Pollard especially, uh, were so gracious in, in their support and their love for us. Um, you know, Ryan, you and Jana both. Uh, the way you spread her story around to the USC family community, uh, the postcards that, that Jana got sent to Avery. I mean, we just were so grateful and, and appreciate all of that. And, and thank you so much for what you've done to, to share her story and, and to, you know, make my family and our family just really feel the love and support. So congratulations on a thousand episodes, all the best on a thousand or 5,000 more episodes. And maybe one of these days, I will get to uh, be a guest on this show and talk with you and all the other illustrious hosts of the Paris Blog Podcast. So congrats, folks. All the best for you guys, and thank you guys for all your support. And best wishes. Good luck. 
Shame on you for not having him on the show recently. It's been, yeah, it's been like four years. We got to have him on. That's horrible. He's an expert. He is an expert. And uh, he's one of the nicest, most genuine people you could ever want to meet. And uh, yeah, I mean, what he was going through, it's unimaginable, you know. Uh, But you see, you know, every Tuesday he'll put up social media post. uh, You know, it's thinking about Avery on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really hard too because it was during uh, a lot of the bad stuff was going on with Avery when we were at the opening um, mm. up in 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 Beaverton, and so I think when that's like his Super Bowl, you know, where yeah. something he's always at. So, but we love Brandon, and uh, Brandon, we'll have you on for sure. But thanks for uh, thanks for calling in, and we you know we love love I love that we're a part. Of, you know, he's part of the network that we're a part of. Yeah, and, of uh, course. It was one of the big draws. Like when we left rivals to join scout at the time which is now you know now 24 7 um him and uh greg biggins both being you know that was a huge deal for, and they're both like you know the ghost guys uh but aren't they both angels fans too i think i know i know the biggins is not sure about Huffman, but he does have some snarky tweets about the angels so I, think I think so he might be an angels fan too um he likes the browns though the cleveland browns but i don't think he's like so he's just a sad sports fan (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty sad uh well he mentioned uh my wife who i didn't ask to she wasn't on my list of have people call in but she called in so i'll play uh this from jenna hey trojan fans it's time to get into the peristyle podcast here's your host ryan abraham so how about that for a throwback thursday guys just wanted to say congratulations on your 1,000th episode to my teammate for life, Ryan. I'm so proud of you and this brand that you've built, and I couldn't be more excited that I've been a part of it for the last 10 years. And to the team, Gerard, Dan, Shotgun, Keeley, and all of those that have come and gone before, and those that will come after, thank you so much for making this a real family we love all of you, and I'm just so proud of each and every one of you. Love you. Oh, that's nice. I, I swear I didn't ask her to, to call in or anything. But no, she used to did. do, um, so we got our, our buddy Matt to do like the intro, you know, he's the voiceover guy. Parastyle podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> she used to do it before that, you know, so that's why if you, that was a throwback. If you remember. With that twang. Yeah, she's got the, it was twangier then, like, because she had been not. Uh, out of Tennessee as long. So uh, let's see. I think we got a couple more. I'm going to do uh, this one, our, our friend Dennis Dodd. Hey, guys, this is Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com. Just wishing you congratulations on your thousandth episode of the Peristyle Podcast. It's a great listen. Lots of information and uh, lots of information on USC. So keep going strong. I'll keep listening. Thanks so much. Very nice. Dennis is cool. Dennis, cool dude, man. Very. It, it, he's part of the family now too, with being at CBS. So yeah. when uh, when I first met Bruce, like I think Dennis was one of the first people we met, and just genuine guy from the very beginning, and uh, you know, just does his job. He does it really well, and just he's so well respected. And uh, it's cool to have a guy like that that you can have on. I, we've had him on. Sometimes too, I think so. I think we've had him on, but uh, if we haven't, we should. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we had him on and stuff before. This but. is just a list of who you need to have on the podcast. Like, oh crap, we should have him uh, come on the show. Um, all right, I think we got one more. Uh, I don't know. It, we might wait to put this up a little bit, and like, if there's some more people call in, we'll just kind of play them for you at the end. But this is the last one that we got it, and this is this was completely like just yesterday. We we're recording, you know, about to record the show, and we we're like. Oh crap! We should probably do something for the thousandth episode. So send out a bunch of, you know, text messages, and luckily a bunch of people uh, called in. So it's, I know everyone's busy, and so thanks for everyone for doing this. But this was—I really like this one. This is actually the first one we got. Um, a really—he's—he's a, he's a like he shouldn't be, but he's a big fan of the site, and uh, he's a—he's big time at, at the NFL big Network, time. and does you know he does an amazing job. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah or at move the sticks, which Move is one of, one of the coolest Twitter handles you can have. Hey, this is Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network, and just want to congratulate Ryan and the entire crew on the 1,000th episode of the Peristyle podcast. Uh, look, you guys have done a phenomenal job for so long, and I can't tell you the number of workouts you've got me through. 
uh, long drives and commutes that you've got me through, uh, whether it was Jerome talking about recruiting, uh, uh, Keely giving us the inside scoop on the program, and, and Dan having that historical perspective or, you know, shotgun, uh, being able to touch on all the different topics. Um, you guys have just done a masterful job, and Ryan, hats off to you. Um, I've got so much respect for you uh, for what you've been able to uh, to really build, and uh, not only the website, but the podcast is uh, it's outstanding. And uh, I've been a listener for a long time, and uh, I wish you guys many thousand more. Uh, appreciate you very much. Congratulations again! What an accomplishment. He's badass, you know. DJ, so nice. He is amazing. It's one of those like if you write a book, and you have someone like write the foreword, and you're like, yeah, they kind of scan through it or whatever. Or he's read the whole book, you know. He's done. Yeah. He yeah. used to watch our off season workout videos all the time because that's part of his like for his scouting. He loved it. Like you can't really see what's going on in Alabama, but when USC was cranking out NFL draft picks, he would like to get an early view on these guys. So he would watch our like PRP videos, PRP videos and stuff. And like, Oh, that guy looks good. And he's always, you know, the scout in him is always doing that kind of stuff. So he loved it. And, uh, it's been great, you know? So having him as a, as a friend and, he used to come to a bunch of games. We would see him sometimes. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm great. You know, now that Mike Mayock has moved on uh, to be the GM of the, the Raiders, he's like the number one guy at the NFL Network. So he did a great job at the uh, the combine and the draft and everything. So like, that was really nice of DJ to do yeah, that. Yeah, so nice. So nice. Such it's, a nice guy. I was uh, listening to uh, Adam Carolla. I started listening to those podcasts. Uh, he's one of the bigger podcasts. And we had... Uh, we had Bald Brian on. Bald Brian on from, from that show. And one of the funny things, he's, you know, you probably don't agree. He's got a lot of weird takes and stuff. But one of the things I thought was really funny was that the busiest people in his life, people he knows that are good friends with, like a Jimmy Kimmel or these multimillionaire, in fact, like they're the ones that are going to respond to you like right away. Like you could get the person that doesn't really have a lot going on and you ask him to like do something and like, yeah, yeah. He's like, if I call Jimmy Kimmel, He's responded to the email within seconds. Like, oh, what do you need? And it's like the people that have the most stuff going on, but they're good at like, I know, but this is important. I want to include that. in. It's like, so like for DJ, who you know, a lot going on. He's yeah. like instantly like responds and stuff. So um, just respect guys like that. You know, he could be doing a lot of other things, yeah. and, you know? Yeah. So, without a doubt. It was cool. But yeah, that was neat. Um, cool stuff. So we'll, uh, we, we're not sure if, if we get any more voicemails, we'll just play them here we'll at the end in, for it. Yeah, we'll tag this. them at the end. But um Thanks, Keely, for coming and doing this with of me. Of course, congrats, congrats, congrats. Is this too much of a flex? Was this a little snobby? I mean, we gotta we gotta revel in a thousand episodes. I don't. I wasn't trying. Like, no, no. I just wanted people to like, you know, mostly get people on that have been on the show. Yeah. We've had DJ on and stuff like analyzing, but I, I haven't done anything for any of the special episodes for the last like seven hundred of them. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I guess we were due. Yeah, we're due. We're due. <laughs> it makes sense. But uh, I mean, yeah, it definitely wasn't trying to do that but it's just neat it was like and there were so many people that were involved like everyone you know in the voicemails were saying uh all you got you know everyone has been a part. i couldn't do a thousand episodes just no one's gonna listen to me by myself so having having it evolve you know just to have you come down and be in the studio and help with the production and and do all that kind of stuff has been has been cool because it's it really started as a one-man band sort of thing so yeah. having like help is good yeah. um but I don't know. It's just always been like people ask, like, who does that? Like, I mean, I used to, you know, produce it, host it. I would never even. People were like, "How do you prepare for the show?" Like for the hosting, I don't prepare at all. Like it's basically, I'm I'm trying to get the technical stuff right. Like that's what I focus on. Like make sure the show will record, and I can wing the <laughs> the other stuff. People always get so shocked that we don't have a rundown. You're no, like, oh, you don't do that. I'm like, no, that's not Ryan's thing. I don't. I mean, we could, but like. I guess that's just natural for me. Like, yeah, I can I can host and just do that, but yeah. I want to make sure it sounds good, and I want to make sure that it's recorded right and all that stuff. Um, but, I mean, but you've been doing it for so long; it's just like a radio thing for you. You just do it all the top of your head. It's just yeah. it comes natural at this point for you. So a rundown is not really needed. We, I mean, I'm not opposed to it, and like you know, Michael Castillo. Like, I don't think I'm going to get to the point where I'm like making buzzer sounds and like <laughs> editing what's going on. Like when I did their show. It was kind of like, this is what you do all the time? Like, holy crap. It's a different world. I mean, I can get this up and edited within like 20 minutes of being done, you know? Yeah. And 
some people it's like not till the next day. And uh, I, I don't know. I've just always felt like that was a cool thing to be able to like record it and get it up like as soon as possible. I don't like, I've always had this, like the delays, something about delays just kind of bother me. Like Jana, my wife will watch a lot of this reality TV stuff, Kardashians and things. And it's like nine months later, you know, like when they, they're recording this, it was like Christmas time and yeah. you're watching it in like September. Like that was from last year. Like what, why, who cares? You yeah. know, there's, there's always just been something in my head. So even if it's the next day, that's one of the things I actually don't like about, and don't tell Bob Bryan, he's probably listening, but um, with the Adam Carolla show is they record an episode at like mid morning or something like on Monday and it goes up like that late that night or two. It's like for the Tuesday morning thing. So they're okay. like, they put up a show like every like midnight or so like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So like their Friday show goes up on Monday. And so there's news and stuff on there. And I'm like, ah, I, I want it to be more like fresh record it, just put it up, you know, yeah. but that's a huge show. And they, you know, they got to edit and stuff. Um, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. Don't, don't be trashing other shows on. I'm not trash. I, <laughs> I listen to it all the time. Yes, you know? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's, I mean, he's freaking, he's, he's pretty funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have a bunch of podcasts you listen to or not? I was telling, <laughs> this is horrible. We've re- mentioned them too much, but basically it's like, the Raina Troy podcast, like that's yeah. a must have besides We've ours. mentioned them like 17 times. I know, I'm sorry. More than uscfootball.com, I know. <laughs> Shouts to them. Um, and then just kind of like ESPN pods, you know, the Woj pod. I like listening to NBA podcasts, oh, but really? that's pretty much it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah the Raina Troy people, you know, like they had their 300th recently. Yeah. And uh, we both called in, sent them a message to like, call in for our thousand. They didn't uh, call in. So. And we still mentioned them like My, 20 times. Yeah, Michael, Alicia, I guess they just knew they were going to get free pub. But, uh, I mean, they're, maybe they're we're dead in a, to us. We're in a feud. Maybe we're a family feuding with them now. Maybe, maybe. They're not stock neutral anymore. No, they're stocked down. <laughs> stocked down for sure. Are they just upset that they're like 700 episodes behind us? Maybe. Yeah, they're you just, know. you know, clowns. Whatever. <laughs> no, we love those guys. Um, <laughs> we did talk about them a lot. <laughs> See, like, we're not patting ourselves on the back. We're talking about other shows. True, too, very so, true, very yeah. true. Alrighty, uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, that's Keely Yor. Thanks again, Keely. Thank you. I'm Ryan Abraham uh, for the one thousand. Thank you guys time. for listening. For yeah, a thousand we do appreciate that. Thanks, and you know, thanks for telling friends. Thanks for uh, leaving us reviews, sending in all those questions. Like, if you guys didn't send in questions, we would never get that. But True. we get a ton Can't of questions. Can't do so you guys. We love it. So, if you guys want to tweet us which episode you started listening or how you found out Ooh. about us, that's interesting. I like that too. Yeah, if you um, made it this far, tweet us that. Do it like hashtag Peristyle Podcast or tag us or something. Yeah, and, uh, let us know uh, when you when you started listening because uh, it's been a minute. We've done a few of these, but all right, that's Keely. I'm Ryan. Thanks for tuning in. And we will talk to you next time.